what up y'all it's just me today um i had some things on my mind so i wanted to talk about them and i guess kind of like catch you all up considering the fact that this is in a way um my diary my audio diary my video diary if you're watching this on youtube so i quit my job um about two to three weeks ago and that was a really crazy and weird like sensation to do right like I, I felt really irresponsible and really scared because I've been working since I was however old I've been working for a long time and I like went to Peace Corps I'm not sure if if you all know this, if you listen to the podcast, but I went to Peace Corps whenever I was fresh out of college. Uh, and that was my dream. That was the whole reason why I went to Peace Corps or why I went to college, excuse me. And I knew like I need to come back and get a job and, you know, like live a life that is comfortable and I'll be fine. But there was like something there that really made me struggle with like being comfortable or like ever really achieving that level of comfort that I thought that I was um, capable of doing at some point. Apparently, I'm not built that way. And that makes me feel silly sometimes. And like, I'm sure if you've listened to all the other episodes, you are probably um, realizing some of these trends that I personally have of self-doubt and self-sabotage, like a lot of you also have, I'm sure, because I'm, I'm not unique in that way at all. So I quit my job and, you know, that that brought up all of those feelings after I put in my two weeks notice. And it was like I had to like uh, feel internal dread for two weeks straight. Right. And then that first week um, of <laughs> being unemployed, I, I guess I felt a lot better because the company that I was at was uh, just awful. Some of the things that they put me through and a few of my coworkers through over the last three years um, has been a nightmare. Like it's just, it has not been good. And I had a similar experience, not nearly as bad, but, um, similar within Peace Corps. So now that I'm at like the three week mark, I've gone and through, gone through multiple like waves, ebbs and flows of, um, comfort and of discomfort and just, I guess, questioning. And I, I guess that's normal. I think, especially within the last, you know, three years with the pandemic. I think a lot of us have struggled with our relationship to work and our relationship to money and our relationship to relationships. And I'm like at a place where it's like, huh, I personally hate therapy. It is great. I think it is something that people should do. Um, but I don't like going to therapy and I know that it's because I don't like sharing, um, my feelings, even though that is part of the reason why I have this podcast so I can get better at doing that and get better at, um, communication skills when it comes to sharing aspects about myself or feelings or whatever. Right. But I really don't like therapy and I've been forced to think, especially like I had an instance happen this weekend, um, where I'm thinking about the people that I know's relationship with therapy. And it is concerning to me. It's interesting to me. I think a lot of times, a lot of us don't want to actually get better. And 
I like am in a predicament now where I have to stop and think like, do I dislike therapy because I don't want to be like the better version of myself? And, you know, I've, like I said, I've thought about this and I've realized that that's not the case for me. But I think that is the case for a lot of people, especially my fellow minorities who grow up in these circumstances where they really don't like, like they feel uncomfortable um, in the ways in which they grew up, but they have a hard time um, accepting that you can change how you view things or how you feel about things. And I think though that is not the situation that I have, right? That is not how I struggle or not the reason why I struggle with therapy. Um, I personally struggle with it because I always live in this place of feeling like I am misunderstood. But it's taking me more and more to realize that at the end of the day, I think um, I'm not the only person that feels like this. Like a lot of people are misunderstood a lot of people feel that way and that means that I am not different therefore I can still benefit from these things even though I go to them and I feel like this is just a pointless conversation and again like I probably have learned that through doing this um this podcast and especially now bringing on people and talking and like putting myself out there to the world or to the hundred um, listeners that I have on this podcast, for me, like I've never really been able to do this with one person. So doing it to doing it with at least a hundred people is, in a way, therapy, and it is showing me that therapy is, of course, like just talking, right? But the art of therapy or the art of going to a person who is trained to listen, who is trained to understand different things, and who is trained to possibly advocate for you to get help that is even beyond their pay grade is something that should not be weaponized, is not something that should be seen as a bad thing. And there is something very powerful and acknowledging that you need help and acknowledging that you don't know how to get there um, yourself. And I think that once you are able to do that with yourself, right? Like if you are able to acknowledge that you are personally struggling um, mentally, you are able to acknowledge that in other arenas or avenues in your life. And that is very powerful. It is very terrifying, um, but it's very strong. And whenever I imagine the concept of being a strong black woman, I don't want it to be a situation where I can take a lot of abuse. I don't want it to be a situation where I never crack, right? Like I'm I'm kind of over that narrative for myself and that narrative that I place on myself. I'm at a place now where I want to be strong and, you know, there are different aspects of my identity, right? I am a black woman. Um, I am first generation American. Um on half of my lineage. I am all these different things, but I don't want to pigeonhole myself into something that I struggle to see myself outside of. So I guess I kind of came on here to have that conversation with you all to let it be known, right? Like if you also are struggling with therapy or if you struggle with communication, um, though, it is really beneficial to do things like what I do, right? Which is 
um, broadcast myself online and try to like get out of my awkward, angsty, black girl, no one understands me because I'm weird shit, right? Like it's, that is one way of doing it. But there's no shame in actually struggling through therapy with someone who is trained to help you do that. And there is nothing wrong with acknowledging that you actually need help. The only thing that there is something wrong with is feeling like you don't need help when you truly do. Ah. All right. Thanks, guys. I hope you enjoyed this one. This was heavy on my heart. And, you know, if any of you all ever need anything, if you need any resources, feel free to reach out because I think the world is kind of sick right now. But I think the beauty in everyone being sick is that everyone can nurse each other back because we are all in really similar situations right now. And I am here to nurse anyone back to the best of my abilities because again i am not trained love y'all i hope you enjoyed this session at the ghetto oasis if you rocking with us please leave a review letting us know how this episode made you feel and if you're not rocking with us that's also cool leave a review explaining why you can follow us on all major social media platforms links can be found in the show notes below and if you really want to show out, share this video with your mama, your pops, your cousin, your play cousin with the toxic baby mama, your shy brother, your lit sister, and your best friend as always cussing somebody out. I love you all.